Welcome back to the Dusty Road. This time we talk about Melissa Clark in the Land of the Dead. She has gone to visit her mother and to learn curiously what is her mother's fate after death. Melissa is very curious about life after death. She wants to explore what happens to human beings. She has already seen her mother's ghost and another ghost she doesn't know that well named Karen. Sorry, I need some water. Right now, Melissa is aware that her mother Cindy hangs around with Karen and has been rescued by these two ghosts. She witnessed what looked like a boy dragged off the top of her and dragged outside. So Melissa has a pretty good idea of what ghosts are even though she's only like 15, 16 years old. I really don't think age matters too much in this show. And she's also seen involvement of other people in town such as a ghost named Lilac came to her house, woke her up from a deep sleep, and somehow ushered her out of the house with Melissa being barely aware of what was going on, hearing some kind of scream and then being out of the house before she could even turn around and say what's going on. And it was that night she learned that her mother Cindy had been murdered by her father. So that ghost is named Lilac. It was the same Lilac ghost who rescued Melissa during her runaway where she stayed overnight in the graveyard. Right now, Melissa has the most troubled family on the dusty road. By a long shot, I would say. So Melissa has turned very much to her mother and to a local witch named Trinity and was asking, can I visit with my mother? Can I see where she goes when she's not around us? Because the dead need to stay somewhere, don't they? And in turn, Melissa was taken out to the local salvage yard where she got to see her mother's old trailer and pick up a few belongings. Sadly, she noted that some specks of her mother's blood were still on the linoleum on the floor when she saw it. And that made her stomach turn a little bit. She couldn't quite face what had happened. She found out Cindy has been out there once or twice and seen the house and sometimes Cindy will just sit down in a chair and ponder life a little bit and where her life ended. Ghosts don't really cry that much now but they do sit down and just ponder things a bit. You may think they're just sitting still doing nothing but they're often deep in thought. Melissa has visited her father in prison and not really talked to him but she's checked to see how he's doing and told her about her time at school. For Melissa the ghosts and the violence here are very personal. Other people witness it kind of indifferently or indirectly but Melissa is very much deep personal into this. It could have been her affected as a ghost or as a victim. So, 
Melissa has also been to Trinity and spoke to her about her desire to visit the afterlife. It is somewhat dangerous to her. She has to be very careful of potions that affect life and death. This isn't as safe as a near-death experience or as a dream where you could simply do something like that. This is a... Let's see, we could speak of it as a chemical poison given to her. Maybe an anesthesia. And it is told that if this is handled wrong, it could result in the death of Melissa. But Melissa is insisting she wants to try it anyway. But Trinity is watching closely and is talking to Noma about government and getting an ambulance out. They have Melissa out at the <coughs> hotel near the dusty road. Sorry about the cough. Welcome to the Hotel California. Remember that old song? You never know what's going to go on in this place. And we have that slogan from the song that affects the dusty road. You can check in any time that you like, but you can never leave. That was on my mind very much. So Melissa is upstairs in roommate where Tracker used to be. Melissa is laid out on a bed maybe semi-conscious, mumbling as she rests there. The poison is in her body right now, but she's still breathing, still heartbeat. And Trinity has heard her talking to her mother. So let's get on to the afterlife portion of this. To prep a little bit, there's an old movie on popcorn flicks and YouTube called Carnival of Souls and in this one a woman goes into a car crash on a bridge and it is witnessed to fall into the river but after this she seemingly walks out of the river unharmed and goes back to her house to clean up from there she starts noticing people fail to talk to her don't acknowledge her presence and she keeps asking, what's going on? What's happening? The woman in the movie goes to a church and gets a job playing. But she starts noticing a quiet figure with dark eyes looking towards her and seeming to motion to her. She gets scared by this, thinking it is a stalker. So the woman starts thinking she is being harassed. But it turns out the woman is actually dead. And the figure starts to invite her over to a carnival that is said to be the home of the dead souls in that village. So this is what got me to the story here. The carnival of souls is the place where the ghosts go to reside. Maybe their time off. Coffee break for spirits and souls. And this is where Cindy has taken Melissa. As long as Melissa is in that bed affected, Cindy has control of her. <clears throat> Cindy keeps a close watch on Melissa and keeps a hand on her. She says she does not want Melissa to get lost here. She does not want Melissa to stay here because this is very serious. She wants her daughter to return home alive.
and Melissa has stuck very closely. A few times she's seen a nice man walking next to her and try to step in front of Cindy, but Cindy has avoided him so far. She also witnessed a farmer named Jimmy, the guy who used to be fond of cabbage and sauerkraut. This guy seems to stay here all the time now. At least we contact him again. Melissa spoke to Jimmy briefly and asked about his moonshine and he said he doesn't do that anymore. He's done. So Melissa is fine with that now. <clears throat> Melissa has finally confronted the nice man following her. He looks proper and innocent. He has a formal coat on like maybe a man in a formal suit doing business but there's something a little off about him. He seems to have a red thread on his jacket and Melissa does not understand why. He finally spoke and he said, I am the curator of the dead here. I help them be comfortable and take care of them. But young girl, you are not one of ours. You are not dead yet. Why are you here? Melissa said, my mom and Cindy cut her off and said, I am her mother. I invited her here because the girl is curious about the dead. I want to show her around this place and reassure her that we are well taken care of, that the dead are happy here and we come to the living because we still care about them. For us there is no need to remain among the man of the living. We visit the living because we still have business, we still care about them. Sometimes there is some matter or dispute we have to settle. And she spoke the name Floyd. Floyd, would you please show us a tour of the realm? And Floyd says, yes, but I'm concerned about your daughter. Cindy said, there is some concern about this spell that I do not know. We put a potion in Melissa's body and she is asleep right now, but we have to return her quickly so that she does not need medical care. Floyd says, okay, the tour will be short. He produced a short wax wrapper from his pocket and handed <coughs> Melissa a honey and nut snack from his pocket and said, this is a snack we enjoy in the land of the dead. It is called ambrosia. Would you please enjoy it with us? And then while Melissa was eating, he took her a walk around the facility and showed her gardens of scented flowers they breathe in to get energy for the ghosts. He also showed her a room of milk-colored crystals where they go to heal ghosts. Floyd told her that Karen and another ghost were here recently. And Cindy asked who, and Floyd said, it was a woman called Galena. I think she is another person in your village now. And yes, Galena is the Rusalki. That's her name. So we have chosen that name for her now. Floyd looked carefully into Melissa's eyes and said, you appear to be sleepy. Are you feeling okay? Melissa said, I feel tired. And
Plate said there is a garden and a hotel nearby. It's not like the hotel you have on the grounds. Instead, these are separate realms where the ghosts have a little limestone shack and plaster and gardens they can play around in. Sometimes all they do is sit down on the outside and look over the gardens and do whatever their will desires. Other times they talk to their de dead family there. And she said, many, he said, many of the people you know from the village are here. And also people from in town. When you talk about some of the zombies, we were able to recover a few of them and bring them back as ghosts. Others were too far gone. Their souls had to be retired. In short, they no longer exist. So, I don't know. Zombies have a pretty rough fate here. Melissa started to be curious about the zombies. But her mother said, you need to return soon. And she spoke to Floyd and said, you need to take her back now. Make sure she gets back to the living and she gets awake real soon. So Floyd quickly, softly but quickly, grabbed hold of Melissa. And before she could complain, Floyd picked her up and carried her. Melissa blacked out. And when she woke, she was in room 8. And she complained that she was feeling weak and shaky. And she wanted some attention. So Trinity checked her pulse and her heartbeat. She felt the pulse on her neck and felt how strong her blood pressure was. And she said, Okay, we will seek a little medical attention, but I think all we need is a quick dash to the emergency room and she will be okay. Melissa, do you need water? And Melissa said, Yes, I need some water. So Trinity got her some lemon water. Had of a bitter bit of a bitter taste to it. When Melissa asked what, Trinity was walking her downstairs to an ambulance, and Trinity said, "It is dandelion lemon. We have dandelions. It's a small note in here. Drink it, please. Drink it now." And Melissa just did as she was told. She drank the water. The paramedics checked her out. Melissa described her condition, and Trinity took the backseat paramedic to the side and explained to her exactly what the potion was, very rare for witchcraft, and what dandelion lemon is, and how they were guiding people with that. The dandelion lemon is a mild antagonist to the spell. And the main ingredient in the spell is a form of ginseng and mandrake. So it's pretty good root work. This would be a spell we caution against in real life. I know mandrake has a reputation for being poisonous. And these things must be handled carefully. For this, it is simply... A spell I want to use in fiction. I will not talk about that with anyone in real life. We don't want to say what the spell causes to people. I told you not to do it. Okay. So Melissa is in the city now in the hospital. 
This is the same place where they took hypothermia victims and other victims from the dusty road and where her mother was confirmed dead. So this is very familiar to the story. Melissa is recovering pretty well. She still remembers her time on the land of the dead and she remembers the carnival of the souls. But she doesn't remember everything about it. She had just a very short tour there. Maybe later on we'll get Cindy to talk about this. It's hard to tell. For now, you should learn some salient points here. For one, when there are spirits no longer on the road, there is a place they can go to. For one, they can choose to retire and just go up to the Carnival of the Souls to stay there and maybe escape life for a while or maybe permanently. It is possible they can reincarnate and return. And it is possible that they can just stay forever there. Uh, maybe you call this retirement village or maybe heaven. I'm not sure. For one, it's just no more cares and concerns. Your troubles are over. Second, it could be called do whatever you want. So that's important to the ghosts. Another thing is that sometimes ghosts are just too far gone from whatever damage they had and simply fail to exist or fail to stay among the living. In some cases the zombies are like that and we almost had Karen being like that too. That's why she's existing in the milk crystals regaining some energy. Right now Karen cannot take care of herself and it's a wonder that Galena isn't like that too. We have no word about the mistress or the snap boom ghost yet. It is possible she could wind up here. But remember that ghost is very old and has been through a lot of damage. So, we see Jimmy wants to stay here. We see the ghosts with the milk crystals want to return. And we see that Cindy is already moving back and forth. Maybe going to speak to her daughter. And that is what we have left of the Dusty Road for tonight. So, so far, we need to stick to Melissa Clark at the hotel. Little hot child in the city has a different life now. She's no longer a runaway. Instead, she's very much involved in the Dusty Road. <laughs>